Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Welcome to Woo! Relaxed Retro Talk. 2023. 2023 now. Here we, are. we are in the next year. We have survived another year somehow. Yeah, uh, this is how. episode 21, I believe. Episode we, 21. Uh, we were talking and we decided the best way going forward, at least for a little while, unless there's like a big topic or something we need to yep. cover, yep. is to talk about kind of our memories and, and our start with each console kind of as as the years went on and we figured the best place to start would be with the original nes start at the beginning baby we yes. could have gone to the atari but i gotta tell you the atari was like i'm a generation ahead of the atari the atari wasn't my console mm-hmm. right the atari was like older brothers's consoles right yeah. ataris and ColecoVisions and stuff like that my i when when i enter the gaming world it's like commodore 64 yeah, and Commodore NES, 64. Master System, um, and we were talking about consoles. So NES makes the most sense to start yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. Like we we could quickly talk about Atari. Like I, the first time I, I played really... the Atari was actually at my um, stepdad's like cousin's or nephew's house. Yep. And I played. I think I played Centipede for like twenty minutes. And then your brother, uh, Bubs, got one of those like plug and play Ataris. That's right. And that yeah. was where I played it the most. That was my that had, was like, my first real shit. like jump in on Atari. The yeah. the closest thing I had to Atari before was like cousins and uh, like my dad's friends' kids who were older than me. They would be yeah. playing it, and I'd be like, "Oh, I want to play." And they're like, "Get out of here, kid! You're too young yeah, for this kid. stuff. You wouldn't like this stuff." Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so the best, the best that I could do is was uh, get to watch, right? And I mean, yeah. and to be perfectly honest with you, even if I did get a chance to play, I would have been like five, six. Yeah, There's yeah. no way I would have been able to do any of that stuff. So, um, NES makes we, the most sense. We played the most uh, asteroids, like hands down. Asteroids mm-hmm. and adventure. Remember, advent like the seahorses. They look yeah. supposed to be the dragons. They look like little seahorses. <laughs> There's was so, there was a lot of good games on Atari, and there was a lot of really bad games. On I actually own an Atari now, and this is this is probably the best deal I ever got on eBay because I think it was someone's grandma, and okay. they were listing it, and they spelt it, and I, when I was typing in to buy an Atari, I spelt it wrong, and mm-hmm. so did this old lady when they went to list it. Okay, so it was like A T E R I, and it was the Atari console, uh, twenty two games. Four controllers, so I got the joysticks, the I got the kit. knobs, I got everything, and it was yep. twenty dollars. I paid. Oh my lord! Yeah, dude. So I have like, I have like, you made out like a bandit. I have like two stacks this big of Atari games, and m- paid twenty dollars for all of it plus Never shipping, which would have been maybe another twenty dollars at the time. Right. Yeah, that's right. Back in the good, the the heyday of game collecting. I kick myself nowadays for not grabbing more games back then because they were so dirt cheap. Oh yeah, and now like I, I, you've looked around uh, for prices and stuff. Like it's oh, insane. Yeah. It is ridiculous. It there was is. a it's there was a copy insane. of Bonk's Adventure. I I sent a picture of this in in our chat. Right, um, at at one of the local game shops for the NES. Not even a good game. An no, it's not game. a good game. People An try and tell game. you the Bonk games are good. They're lying. They're not. They're not good. They're not good. <laughs> Don't listen to them. If they no, say Bonk's awful. Adventure is good, just smile and nod and never, never appreciate that person's opinion on anything ever. Again. No, they're shit. <laughs> they wanted, like, 
like four hundred dollars or something like that. Holy and it wasn't shit. even it wasn't even complete in box. It was literally just the damn cartridge. And I was oh like, what God, is this like dude. super limited edition or something? But no, it's just like it wasn't like super popular, so there's not billions of, of cartridges of it. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing special about it. No. I was just like, is this where we've we've gotten to? The old games like that are so outrageously expensive that you have no choice but to emulate them now? Yeah, pretty much. I was at, uh, I remember Cashopolis used to be where I would go for, like, cheap-ass games yeah. that were, like, really good. Like, I got, uh, what did I get? Um, I got Final Fantasy uh, 4. Got- Final Fantasy 4 with the manual for, like, $6 at Cashopolis. Yeah. Didn't you get Crystal Chronicles there, too? Uh, I think I got Crystal Chronicles is there there as well, but and I don't know what I paid for that. I also got Mega Man X there for like six dollars. Yeah, on Super insane. Nintendo. And then now and that was that was like in that when games were like just cheap, like retro yeah. games. It was like two thousand and eight ish. Yeah, it would have been actually two thousand six. Yeah. Yep. There you go. That and so there. and and like now you go in there and they're like they're astronomical. It's insane. Oh, yeah. I can't and and people are paying it. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I. I can't believe it. I'm sitting on a gold mine, apparently, with all of my old cartridges, apparently. Especially with, with uh, I bet you could get a good uh, price for Ogre Battle 64, for sure. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. That's a really good game, and it's really it's rare. insane. Like, it's just so I insane. got, I uh, and this was the most, at the time, this was by far the most I'd ever spent on a game. Um, I bought a Sega CD with the game Snatcher, complete inbox and all that. Mm-hmm. I bought, I, I paid $175. It came with Snatcher. And so anyways, it was like last year, I think, I looked up how much Snatcher goes for, and it's $2,000. <laughs> it, it's, I just, I can't even believe it. That, it's insane, it's, dude. Like, you mentioned Ogre Battle. I bought that, so I bought a Nintendo 64 off of uh, Facebook Marketplace with a handful of random games. I didn't even look at them. They were just thrown in. A controller mm. with a joystick was just completely mangled. Uh, and all the connections and stuff. It was just some guy's thing. I think it was $25. And he just chucked that all in there. And that Ogre Battle was in there. And and we were talking the one night, and I was like, here's the games I have, uh, this one, this one. You're like, wait, you got Ogre Battle 64? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, like, holy shit, you got Ogre Battle 64? (laughs) The only good Nintendo 64 game ever made? I was like, yeah, what is it? You're like, it's this, ma- it's a super rare game. Like, have you ever yeah. played it? I was like, I didn't even know I had it until just now. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a pile. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, and game. I take good care of my stuff, so it's not like it's yeah. wrecked or anything like that. But I mean, like, like I got it off the off the guy, and I, every time I got used used gear, I have the screw had the screwdrivers. I'd open up the cartridges, clean it up, put it all oh, back yeah. together, put it away properly. Um, and so it's in it's in good shape, but it's like. Back then, it was it was cheap. I would go on eBay and buy uh, loose NES cartridges for like four dollars a piece, six dollars mm-hmm, a could, piece. You could, yeah. And now that same cartridge, I om- I almost want to just go and look it up right now, just for the sake of looking it up. Um, oh yeah, I bet it's I bet it's like six hundred dollars. It's, I it's insane. Uh, it'd be like five hundred, six hundred dollars, I think, because it's super rare. And N sixty four is the best ones to have because yeah. There's no good N64 emulator still. Like, you can't find an N64 emulator that plays the game, like, perfectly. Yeah. So, the only way you can do that is on the N64. And now, like, the Switch is starting to add some, which is good. But, I mean, it's not going to add probably these obscure games like Ogre Battle 64 and stuff like that. $248. $248? I thought it would have been more, but... uh... It's just, I can't believe that. 
right? Yeah. It came in a in a pile of games and and the console for twenty five dollars. They won two hundred forty eight just for that one cartridge. I I just I can't believe it. Anyway, but that was sorry. like the that was like when that stuff was in its prime. Like I remember going to yeah. a, a garage sale mm-hmm. and grabbing a GameCube with four controllers. Um, it came with Wind Waker, uh, Super Monkey Ball, and the Twin Snakes, like Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes. And I paid like yep. twenty five dollars for it. Yeah, or something like you can that. still luck out sometimes, but too garage, many people. You gotta now, go to a garage sale though. Well, yeah. and and honestly, too many people. As soon as I roll up to a garage sale, if they have games and each one is individually priced something else, yeah. I don't even bother yeah, looking through it because yeah. all that that person did was they went on eBay, they looked up all the prices, right, or used yeah. price charting or something like that. And it's like, look, that's fine. If you're gonna sell it that way, then sell it that way. But if you're gonna put it out in a garage sale, I'm looking for a sign that says ten dollars a piece, and there yeah. you go, and it is what it Absolutely. is, right? Yeah, I haven't been to a pawn shop in eons, though. I remember I used to be able to get sometimes good games from pawn shops, but sometimes it, it's so scummy in my city now. Like it is. You're, well, you're going to get stabbed. <laughs> they don't. They, they they've outlawed pawn shops in, in my city. You're not allowed. Oh, to really? Pawn shop here. Yeah. And it's been that way for years. Right. That would probably be a, honestly a good buy. It's a it's a good city. thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a good thing, but it it is nice to be able to just to walk into some of those stores sometimes and just find stuff. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's something else. I and don't know. Then, and then one last thing before we get to NES. Yep. Um You played a Vectrex. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I've always wanted to play a Vectrex, and I've They're never. They're fun. And I don't think you can even emulate that because even if you do, it wouldn't. Give it you wouldn't that be experience. the same. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it depends. Emulators have come a long way, so I'm sure there's something that they could do. But the thing was, the Vectrex was like, it had its on its TV and it had the controllers. They weren't built in, but they were basically built in. Right. Because right? it was its own little standalone thing and it was just a, a line TV, right? Yeah. Um, and so, but the cool thing with the Vectrex is every game had a little, like a, like a cell or oh like yeah, a, like a like layover, a, like a light kind of gel. Thing. Yeah, and you would put it over top of the screen, and like the football would put like grid lines on it, and like because the games didn't have that stuff. It was just you would, black with lines. It was right? black with lines, and you put this thing on it, and it would help you help you track stuff. It was really cool. And my my dad's friend, he bought it for his kids who were grown up, and like we would go over. My dad would go and visit with his friend, and we would go into their basement. And this was down there. And we would always beeline straight for that thing. I can still remember oh. you click it on, and it was like it made like almost like a hissing. It was like, and then it'd be like, burp, burp, burp. oh <laughs> man! Like, I, I just cool. love like those old arcade vector yeah. graphics. Like you if you can't could get ever, that anywhere. no, if you could ever find one of those things, it would be oh. it would be a, like a showpiece. But I bet you they want oh too, way too much money yeah, for thousands. Like that. I bet thousands. Yeah, yeah. it's it's insane. I'm at, I'm gonna I'm gonna eBay yeah look it up tracks. look it up so I'll start I'll start talking about um my first experience with the NES while you look okay um, so when I was uh, when I was I think I was about four years old um, my mom out of nowhere I don't know if it was just like a Boxing Day or what it was but my mom because okay. because that's usually when we'd get like new shit was like Boxing Day um, and my mom came home with an NES. And she did, like, the whole mom thing where, like, they don't actually know that it comes with a game. Like, it was the sure. Mario Mario Brothers Duck Hunt bundle, right? Okay. And, and and she didn't know that it came with a game, so she bought Double Dragon 2. So, like, the first game I actually ever played was Double Dragon 2 on the NES. And I remember she came home. 
with Double Dragon 2, and we, we popped it in, and we just, we played that, like, all afternoon, and I just, it was just, like, incredible. What, how much does it go for? 500 bucks. That's it? I would have thought way more. It's not, it's not, it's not as well. I mean, then you gotta pay for shipping, too, right? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. What is the shipping listed as, though? Um, they've got it listed here at 120, but. Oh, rough skis, but. Who who knows, right? Like, and whether or not it even shows up is another story, right? Yeah, yeah. I would totally buy a a Vectrex, man. It would, it would be really interesting. Yeah. That's for sure. It'd be cool. It would be, it would be, uh. Yeah, it would be really cool. I'd like to own one of those as like a showpiece. Yeah. Uh, and I wish, I like I had I had mentioned to dad, my dad, uh, I was like, you got to talk to your buddy and find out if he yeah, still has see this if thing. Because if he still has it. it, I'll buy it off of him right now. Yeah, and I think, no I want to say he said that he didn't have it anymore. He gave it to his son, who probably uh, sold it to somebody yeah. else. Maybe he's one of sold these it for guys. Right? <laughs> but um, yeah, such a fun console, man. That's yeah, just, dude. That's cool. So anyways, um, I remember just spending the whole afternoon playing Double Dragon, and then mm-hmm. and then the next day, um, it it was like it was like we got a new game every day because it was like it comes it had three games then right, because uh, okay. so the next day we played uh, Duck Hunt like all day, and I absolutely sure. just freaking loved Duck Hunt, um, and it was like your typical case of like your gun you put the gun up to the glass of yeah, the TV of course, right because you're you're a kid so you can't yeah. like aim. <laughs> and yeah, we played Duck Hunt all the time. I actually preferred the the clay shooter over the Duck Hunt. That was hunt. a lot. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, because I thought it was like I didn't know what clay shooting was. I thought it was like I was no. shooting UFOs or something. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought. And just that. Doop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> love that man. Um, and then of course the next day we we played like Super Mario that's Brothers, but Mario. we couldn't get very yeah. far in that. And and it was like take turns. Two player, okay. whereas yeah. like the first game I ever played was Double Dragon Two, which is straight right. up co op, right? So we were like, "Off, yeah. oh, screw dun, this, dun, right?" Dun, like this dun, isn't dun, fun dun, to play two player. Yeah, uh, you know what's really funny is we got our NES almost the exact same way, but maybe just a little bit earlier. Okay. Um, so my dad comes home one day, and I, I figured I, I was really thinking about this, but I figured it had to be like 1990 ish. Yeah, because probably. it wouldn't have been that much further to the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo would have been ninety what ninety one ninety two. I think yeah, around that. Yeah. Yeah, and so and my older brother got a Super Nintendo around ninety one ninety two. It would have been around that time frame. Okay. So um, he comes home with this from the co op grocery store in my hometown <laughs> because <laughs> it was so a grocery weird. store and a hardware store. Right, right. right. And they used and to so, sell games and, and used CDs. To sell, I got, I bought right. my first CD there. Metallica's <laughs> Reload album. <laughs> that's if you're gonna buy a CD from a grocery store, there it is. <laughs> that's the one to get. So, <laughs> so yeah, so he comes home with this and and like sets it up. I would have been I would have been young, five maybe six. My younger brother would have been two. And my older brother would have been like eight, nine, ten, something like that. Right. right? And so uh, we played the crap out of Duck Hunt Super Mario Bro- uh, Mario Brothers. My older brother beat it with the help of one of his friends. Um, I could never really get past World One, um, and and you know friends would be like, oh, you know, you gotta stand on top of the roof in this one area, run to the back. Oh you can yeah, beat you get the to game. the warp pipes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So you, I'd always go down the warp pipe to the end of the game, just get completely crushed because there's yeah, no way wasted. you can beat that. Um, and so. We had that and uh, the Tengen Afterburner 
cartridge. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I used to rent so that. So good. Mm-hmm. Such a good game. And so we would play the crap out of that. Those are the two, like, games we had with it. And then the only other games that I can remember that we had, um, on because on, we would go to trips to the city and then we would pick up a game, like, in the yeah. cheap bin or something. And so we bought Narc. Which was okay. Oh, that was a good game, but it was that really was hard and kind of awkward. Hey, very difficult. Yeah. And Power Blade. And Power Blade and, is one of my. And favorites. I remember, I remember Power Blade, and I was like, "This game's fun." And I took it to my one buddy's house who had a Nintendo. He's like, "This game's dumb. It has Arnold Schwarzenegger on the cover, and it's not even like guns or anything. This is stupid." And I remember no, him trying good. to make me think like it was a bad game because they've never heard of it. It's not Mega Man or Zelda or Mario. Yeah, or something. but it's it just basically is Mega Man. It is Mega Man. <laughs> uh, and so, um, and so that those were the ones that I really remember playing at the NES, right? Um, and so that NES survived a good amount of time until my younger brother used it as a wrestling ring for his like action figures. Oh, like he put them on top of it. Yeah. And he absolutely destroyed it. (laughs) And and then I hope he does too. He colored on it with a marker. And so it was like, it was just destroyed. It does kind of look like a wrestling ring though. Like it does. I could see why he would do it. hundred percent. I mean, like I get it. Right. (laughs) And and truth be told, what's he doing being left alone with this, with the console to do that with. Right. Like, so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, the most fun game I think I ever played on the NES, at least the most fun that I ever had was super volleyball dodgeball. Oh, yeah, that, that was one? super fun. Yeah, yeah and you and then, could play as the Double Dragon guys in it. That's right, yeah. Yep. And then they also did... Uh, it was made by the same guys who did River City Ransom. Yep. And they the, did that... The uh, games. Yeah, yeah. And so um, that game was so fun. And it had... We went to somebody's house, and I don't remember... I don't remember whose house it was that we went to, but they had the multi-tap. So you oh, could play four yeah, players. Yeah. And so um, we were doing that. And then uh, the other thing I wrote down here, too... I got a bunch of memories... Uh, the other thing I wrote down here is we yeah. rented Contra from the store. I, one of the other things, before I jump into that, one of the best memories is just renting games. Same, yeah. That's what I wanted to get into, like, immediately after. Like right? Renting like, games, trying those new games out. I wrote, oh, yeah. Because people story. don't realize, like, now you've got, like, YouTube videos. Yeah. You've got internet websites and stuff like that. All you had back then was maybe you had a Nintendo Power subscription, but it always lied. Like, if it was a game on yeah. a Nintendo console, they're it like, five out of five. You need to buy this. Should <laughs> you you need trust to our opinion. This. Yeah. Also, call our toll-free number. It's not toll-free. It only, call, it only call, <laughs> yeah, it costs a you $1.99 every single minute. <laughs> and the guys who are on the other line are playing it for the first time as well, yeah. basically. They're like, hello, customer. Yeah, that was slowly as possible just to rack your for bill calling up. Nintendo <laughs> Power. <laughs> yeah, re- renting renting was the best, but the Yo, worst so thing was is like because my parents were so cheap that you would like rent you like sometimes you'd rent the game every weekend, and it's sure. like why didn't they just buy you the fucking game? Oh at yeah. That point? Well, at that point, I mean, it's what it was. I think it was a buck ninety nine to rent a game, maybe ninety nine cents even to rent yeah. a game. Yeah, that's back true. Then. It was so, so it would have been so it would have been quite so a bit cheaper. cheaper. And I th- and I think NES games at that point in time were fifty nine or sixty nine bucks a, a piece. Yeah, games were super expensive. They were expensive, back then. 
And so I, I wrote a story out here uh, about with when we were renting games. So there was this one. The, both, Duke and I are both from the same hometown. There was yeah. this one place in town. There was a couple places. Jenna Electric. We there was that one and then the, the, the Red Rooster at the time. Oh, right. I forgot you could from. rent from there as well. Yeah. And so we rented uh, this baseball game. I don't even remember. Was it we RBI probably? Probably. But we so we would go up and, and that was the thing. You didn't know what you're getting. You, you could look at the cartridge, the case. Right, you could look yeah. at it, and some of them didn't even have the actual game case. They had that Instructables box. Yeah, remember that with the wrestler mm. on the front, and he's like, oh, he's like, the guy. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, it almost looks so, like the old UFC logo guy. Yeah, and yeah. so, and you had no idea. You saw the title and a brief synopsis of what the game's about, right? And so we grab this baseball game, we take it home, we plug, we put it into the system. It's terrible. <laughs> as many of the sports games were back then, right? Oh yeah. Um and so anyway, I remember so I remember riding my bike back to the store with this game and trying to convince the lady, this old lady that worked there, like the baseball bats look like toothpicks. Like trying like as if she as if she would give a crap about yeah, it, right? Yeah. You like, should have said it's... the game doesn't work or something. <laughs> it's just like and so anyway, they ended up letting us swap, I think. And if I remember oh, correctly, good. we swapped it for Batman. Which was a which oh, was, that was a, a really good a one. really good upgrade. That was like, was that like the very, Suns, very hard the Sunsoft Batman? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's, the that's one. a good yeah. game. Yeah, and so if I remember correctly, that's what it was. But um, and so we we rented Contra, and we were being babysat one weekend. My parents were were gone or something like that. We rented Contra, and our babysitter brought her boyfriend over. And her boyfriend was a real douchebag. Oh. I don't even remember the name. I don't even remember the people. I just yeah, remember like the events so clearly. And so anyway, uh, bef- we rented Contra. We wanted to play it. And and that's burning my brain because this guy came over and he was like, let's have a water fight. And he soaked us with a freaking garden hose. We didn't even oh have like, it was just a dick bag. Like this guy just sucked. And so anyway, so that's like, I remember and his name was Gary. That was his name, Gary. Cause it was like, <laughs> cause like mom and dad came home and they're like, how was the time? We we're like, don't let Gary come back. We couldn't play Contra because he soaked us with the water hose. <laughs> so stupid it's the stupidest thing ever but uh and and uh we rented contra and we couldn't get past the first like gate where you have to like uh, hit the the points on the top and bottom. oh yeah the the, the yeah. like cannon and then the red spot yeah. or whatever yeah yeah damn that's the first Gary. level that would suck man yeah i always hated that great. like when you rented a game and you couldn't get past the first oh yeah fucking level well and that one was so hard that it was and especially hard. as a kid you don't know anything. You don't know tactics or anything. You just know run. And yeah. in Contra, you get three lives. We didn't know the Konami code. And and not even just three lives. Three fucking hits. Like, every that's time a, you get a hit, that's a Blade life. of grass. Yeah, yeah. Super C. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, so that one... Um, the, the only other thing that I have is playing Double, playing double Dragon 3 with a friend. Oh, um, Double Dragon 3 was impossible. Yeah. So, a friend of mine... Uh, who who passed away in grade four? Um, his him and his family lived just down the street from us. We used to go and hang out at his place all the time, and uh, he had Double Dragon three. And I just remember going over to his house and playing. He had a good stack of NES games too. Oh, okay. That was the other. Like, I didn't actually own any games. All of my friends and people I knew owned the games, and I could okay. like go over to their house and watch them play it. Right, like because it's like. When you when someone else has the NES, they're the ones playing it. 
yeah, and you get to watch unless true. it's two player, yeah. right? And so, and I remember Double Dragon Three because it was a two player game, uh, and we were equally bad at that, but it, that was a lot of fun. And then uh, same thing with Super Mario Three, also from a, a buddy of mine. Um, I didn't even know there was more than one Super Mario game. I thought it was just the yeah. One same. Game. My cousin had my cousin had two and three. Yeah. And so I would go to their place and I'd I'd play that at their place. And then I think they just gave me their two and three because oh, like that's I awesome. would play. Same with their Genesis. Like that's how I got my Genesis. It was just their Genesis because like, they got a Super this? Nintendo. Yeah, like they always had money. Like my my auntie and uncle and stuff. Yeah. And so I would go over there. I would play the games way more than their kids would. And right. so they would always, uh, whenever they got a new console, they would always give us like their old, old oh, consoles. Nice. Yeah, so, that's awesome. So we got, and I think that same method is how you got your Commodore sixty four. Because remember, we were talking a while back. Yep. The we had the exact same Commodore sixty four experience. Yeah. And then I, I remember I was like asking my auntie, and I was like, I was like, did you sell that to Mike's like pa- like parents? And she's like, I might have. That because, it may because be because we had the same games on. Yeah, on I don't. The I don't remember where. I don't know where Dad got it from. He just came. Is again. He just came home with it in a box of like discs. And he was yeah, like, "Here's how yeah. you play games. Go have fun." So yeah. uh, that's possible. I mean, it, we grew I, up in a small town where it's where those paths would have crossed. Yeah. So that's incredibly likely. Yeah. That that old Commodore sixty four is somewhere in my basement. Somewhere. Really, you have it still somewhere? I, I'm pretty sure. A lot of our old stuff. So we've got in my basement. We've got this big giant shelf. Yeah, it's just like a shelving. You unit. have a big open. Like your parents have a big open. Big, basement yeah. Too. It's an unfinished basement. There's just yeah. stuff everywhere. One day, someday, probably after my parents pass away, and we have to go through all this crap. Yeah, I, I'm pretty certain it's tucked away in one of those shelving units somewhere along with like all of our other old stuff my dad sent me a a random message he's like hey do you have a game boy at the house i was like yeah i think so he's like this one's in pretty rough shape i was like oh yeah because my old game boy had i bought it without the battery pack on the back oh yeah door yeah i was like yeah we i used to tape up the back end he's like no this one's missing the front too Oh, (laughs) (laughs) oh okay 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 um but yeah man uh so many fun i i those are the only t- uh, cartridge i think i actually owned for the really? NES. For until NES? i until i bought my so and then i ended up as a as a as a you know maybe 10 years ago around that time frame maybe longer than 10 years ago i guess at this point yeah um 2006 ish uh my parents had got me an nes for christmas and right. so then I then I built out my existing NES library, which is actually a, a decent amount of cartridges, nowhere near like what's actually out there. Yeah. But for I mean, you know what I actually have, um, I, I've got so many different games. I remember no you Noid played... is probably my favorite of that pile. But yeah, you I remember when you first got that, um, you you always were playing Punch Out and Yo Noid. Mm-hmm. And I punch out Yonoid, and and I also for the first time ever played through actual Legend of Zelda because I'd never actually oh, played that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I never actually played that, and I tried to do it with a without without a guide. It's impossible. You have to use. I, a guide. I remember it's, it's always, literally impossible. I remember always busting your balls because you had punch out, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't Mike Tyson's punch out." You <laughs> get so mad, it's it's Mr. The same Dream. Fucking game. It's the same game that just <laughs> Tyson out because he bit that guy's ear off. <laughs> 
Oh man. So for me with with like rentals, like I did have, I think I had like thirteen NES games because I remember being okay. so proud when I was a kid. I would like count my NES games. Like have your like, box. Yeah. Did you have one of it, those like zipper bags? Yeah. Where you like open the, the bag? Box and you'd slide yeah. them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I still have it actually. That's awesome. Um, and I had so. I had... That was bragging rights as a kid, by the way. Oh, absolutely. You show up with that, and it's like, oh, you got Mario? Yeah. <laughs> Look at all my games. <laughs> Look at all my games. <laughs> and I had, like, the... Remember those colored boxed... Yeah. Uh, like, boxes? They were, like, yeah, the clamshells. Yeah, the clamshells. That's the word. Yep. yep. I would try to keep them in those. I don't have any of those anymore. But um, I had... So I had... Double Dragon and Mario Brothers. And then I remember getting Toki. And Toki mm, is, like, super popular on the Genesis, game. apparently. But yep. I didn't know that. And I always played it on the NES and fucking loved it. And I love it to this day. And then, yeah, I got Power Blade kind of around the same yep. time. And uh, l- played the crap out of that. And then I remember going to my babysitter's at the time's place. And their son uh, had Dragon Warrior. And that's what got me into JRPGs. Yeah, so I would uh, I would go over there, and and they were kind of like assholes. Like I, I did not like my babysitters at all there, and and they were like, "Don't fucking touch the game." Yeah, but it, it like makes sense because like how many times have you had a kid like erase your save file and shit? Hundred percent. Yeah. So it makes I sense. I understand. I understand, um, but they, I mean, they I understand now. Off the gas pedal a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. At I the didn't time, understand that's... at the time. <laughs> so. I would, uh, anyways, I would go over there and I would just like watch him play Dragon Warrior. And it sucked because I was, uh, I wasn't in school yet, but he was. So I would get there early. My mom to this day is a school bus driver. So she would drop us off there at like, I can't remember what time it'd be like, like seven in the morning or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then he'd, he'd get up, we'd all have breakfast and then we'd go downstairs and he would play dragon warrior no and kidding. i would just i would just watch it in awe like oh my like, god this like is the best thing ever he, yeah where is he gonna go now how far is he gonna get yeah. and he would like he would just like you know how kids are like just oh, talk yeah. himself up because he's older than me right so he'd be like yeah look at what i got i got the flame sword and i can beat watch me i can beat the golem and i was like oh my god and it was just so awesome so then i remember finally getting uh Dragon Warrior on my own. I think he did let me play it once, but I wasn't allowed to save or anything. Right. Um, but I did end up getting it, and it just blew my mind. I wasn't old enough to read yet, so I would just grind between uh, Tantagal, like the starting town, and mm-hmm. Garingham, which is like the top. If you go like northwest, uh, it's like the second town. And yep. all I would do is grind, and I would get probably pretty high level because that's all I would do. Like that was yeah. that was fun to me was to just Literally beat up the same grinding. fucking three monsters, right? And then Such I just a remember, good game, dude. It is, and then I remember just finding like. I'd find, like, the next monster. So you, you have, like, the blue slime and the red slime, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're beating those guys up. I'm, I'm not buying any items because I don't know how to use the stores or talk to right. anybody. But I'm beating these guys up. I'm dying, but it doesn't matter because in Dragon Quest, all you do is lose half your gold. And I can't buy right. anything anyways. Right. So I just remember, like, when I'd fight, when I got to the Draki. And, and that's, like, the third enemy you encounter. But I was yep. like, oh, my God, this guy's so cool. And it's just this little <laughs> bat. And I was, like, I was like, this is so awesome. And then I remember after, like, a, a couple, like, months and months of just grinding in that game, 
And I remember the first time I got to the green dragon in the cave. Mm. And, and like, I thought that was the final boss because it's this big green dragon on the cover of the game. That's where he is. Yeah, he's yep. fighting that big green dragon, right? Yeah. And first of all, I want to say, like, I know, like, they in the West, they completely changed, like, all the box art and the artwork and everything. But the box art in the West for the Dragon Warrior games was so epic, man. Super like, cool. that artwork was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was well done. And so, like, in my mind, I'm I'm fighting the Green Dragon, and that's, that scene on the cover of the box, that's what was playing in my mind. Like, yeah. that's how high quality this oh, freaking yeah. game was, right? And, and I just... Oh, man. And it was just so awesome. I beat the Green Dragon. I was probably, like, level, like, 25. Like, no reason you should be that high level right. at all. Right. And I beat the, the Green Dragon, and you get the princess, and you have to carry her back to the castle. And I just remember, like, that's it. That's the end of the game in my yep. mind, right? It, game, it wasn't at all. But yep. just, like, being able to carry the princess back to the castle. And I thought I beat the game. Like, I just shut the game off and didn't play it for years after that because I thought I beat it. But right. man, that's like that's like a huge memory of mine. And then years later, getting Dragon Warrior Four when I could actually when I was actually like old enough to read and stuff mm -hmm. that that game blew my mind. That was one of those games where like you go to school and all day at school you're like I just you, that's all you're thinking about. Gotta, getting gotta get, get back on there. Yeah, yeah. Was that NES still? Yeah, that was NES Dragon as Quest well. 4? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I just remember I would wake Dragon up early. One was great. Yeah, I would wake up early for school play it and then save and then um go to school i didn't go home from lunch uh until like i was like in high school and stuff i would like stay at lunch all the time as a kid but then yeah all day i was like i didn't get i didn't think about any schoolwork. i was like i gotta go home and play dragon dragon need warrior to play 4. a little bit more just hook it to my veins yeah dude <laughs> Uh, but for, like, rentals and stuff, we would do the same thing. Yeah. We'd get, like, the Tengen games because they yeah. were, like, I don't know, cheaper or something. So we would get, like, uh, Afterburner, which was super hard, but I, I loved Ridiculously it. Ridiculously hard. But it's so weird because Afterburner is a fucking Sega game. So, and yeah. Sega had the Master System. So I think that's why they had to do the Tengen well, thing. Well, the Tengen, it wasn't, like, Tengen, it's a non-official non Nintendo cartridge yeah so there's a whole thing with these unofficial nes cartridges mm -hmm. and it's there's an override chip on yep. the tengen one so it checks the it would check for uh, you'd have to look this up and i yeah, think yeah. the angry video game nerd did a whole thing on this yeah he but did, yeah. um it, it would check for the validity chip and there's this other chip that tengen would put in there that would override it, it was the same thing that galoob did with the uh game genie with the game genie yeah the exact same thing right Changing a couple ones and zeros allowed the game to boot up with, with different things. And in Tengen's case, it would allow the game to boot up, and it was unofficial. Tetris was another one. Oh, Tengen right. Tetris. Tetris on the NES was Tengen. Yeah, yeah. And they well, did one release version. an actual official the... Tetris, but yeah. But that the was that Tetris. was the original. Yeah, that was the actual like arcade Tetris. And then there was the Nintendo one. So there were two mm -hmm. different versions of Tetris. Mm -hmm. But I I feel like most people around where we grew up played the Tengen Tetris. We had the Tengen. We we didn't have it. We had access to the Tengen one. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the one I played more than the the Nintendo. And I remember one. that specifically because my dad would be at the bar and I was in the bar with him playing on the barcade. <laughs> Play oh. Tetris on the barcade. Yeah. Right. And uh, and it was the exact same game. I remember. I remember that. I remember uh, playing. I those. actually prefer the Tengen one over the same. Over the Nintendo same. One. Well, I mean, because it's the arcade version, right? Like yeah. If you yeah. were to go to the arcade 
early late 80s early 90s and play tetris that was the game is the one with the backwards r and the russian buildings in the back yeah and and it was more gray like whereas yeah. the nintendo one was like blue and orange blue and, and shit. purple and stuff yeah, yeah 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 i liked it yeah um another still, one we would... game boy is still the best version of tetris though i you like can't uh beat, can't beat game boy I like that Tetris 99 on the Switch is actually pretty pretty good. That was that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that gets frustrating because you have to play oh, against yeah. other people and yeah. then they target you and stuff. But the game, I like the 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 OG Game Boy version because it has one. It has the theme. It has the Tetris theme. Right. And I played that cartridge when I got my Game Boy. It came with a copy of Tetris because yeah. I wanted Pokemon Blue, but I couldn't afford it yet. And so I bought the Game Boy and played Tetris, and I was was saving up money. And I remember we we would drive into the city. It was a half an hour drive there and back. And I played that Game Boy so many times. I burned those batteries out so many times. Like just like and my I think my parents, my dad had eventually bought me rechargeable batteries, which are nothing like the rechargeable batteries now. Rechargeable batteries back then they sucked. They yeah, were they awful. Did. But. I didn't have to keep buying new batteries. I could just keep charging these ones. And I remember I would burn out the set of batteries on a trip back and forth, just playing Tetris. And I got good enough with Tetris that I could actually start playing uh, at home and still be playing by the time we got to where we needed to be Holy going. Holy crap. I'm really yeah. bad at Tetris. So, like, uh, when, when you say, like, Tetris on the iron is frustrating because people are targeting you, I never get targeted. <laughs> I'm dead long before anyone. Can... <laughs> I'm really bad at, like, puzzle games, right? So... I, I've, I've fallen, I used to be real hardcore into puzzle games and I've fallen away from them. But I mean, even with nine, with 99, every now and then I still squeak out a win here and there. Oh, really? Well, I mean, we were doing, we played Puyo Puyo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you and were so, I mean, brutal I have, at that, man. <laughs> I, have, I have the ability to, to, to pull out the, the puzzle wins. I, I think, I think if I was to go head to head with your wife though, she would stomp me. Because she's, she's, she's she, hardcore with, with those. For her, She's the only other person uh, I know that actually plays games like that. That's the doc, thing. She played... I remember when the Wii came out, she played Dr. Mario online. Okay. And yep. she beat, like... It gets to the point where you're only playing Japanese players. And, the, and right? she's like, yeah, like playing all of them. She was, yeah. like, ranked, like, top 200 or something. Oh, in the yeah. World. It was like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, she's good. She's good at that. I... It, I... I've fallen away from it. I used to have like strategies of to how to play these games, like what goes where and like columns was one that I used to play in the arcade quite a bit. Okay, um, yeah. That it was might a not Sega have been game. columns, but it was it was the same concept, right? right? It was the exact same concept. Which is the same concept as Bean Machine and Puyo Pop and all these other ones that are Yeah, they're, they're all, all out similar. there. They're all very Yoshi's similar Cookie and Columns, I that think, was, is like the yeah. same. And so um, I just remember going to the arcade and playing, and they were on the the Neo Geo had quite a few of them too. I'm trying to remember what the one on the Neo Geo was, what the puzzle game was there, but it was one of those. Remember those six in one cabinets they used to have? Oh yeah, yeah. It was like Metal Slug was in there, and uh, Puzzle Bobble, and a couple other ones, and you would pick the game, and one of them was a puzzle game. I used to play that one all the time. It was insane. I love it. Yeah, man. There's um, there's so many. Uh... So many good puzzle games back then. Another one that I had and I I hated and still kind of hate to this day. It was just called Yoshi, and you oh yeah, it's Mario and Luigi underneath, and they're like holding these fucking things, and then you, they, you gotta like spin them around, and yep. you gotta like stack 
piranhas on top of piranhas that one's to hard. make them. And then, and then, or you can have the bottom of a shell and then stack a bunch of shit on top and then get yeah. the top of the shell to get a Yoshi. And then however many uh, things the shell kills to get closed may, determines the size of Yoshi or something. Now, did I that come that out game. before Mario World? Because they were still releasing know. NES titles when the Super Nintendo Yeah, was I think it released. came out after or like... Dur- like shortly before to like okay. get you more hyped for Yoshi maybe I'm I didn't, not really sure I had no idea that Yoshi was a thing until Super Mario World Yeah I, and then I and then think going I had back played catalog, Super Mario World before I played Yoshi Yeah Yoshi's Cookie and Yoshi were two games that existed on the NES, on the NES. I just didn't know where they where they dropped but you, both of those games were really hard Yoshi's Cookie was also ridiculously hard yeah, too Yeah I my wife I, had that one I That was tough that was a tough enjoy one enjoy it yeah. An- another game I would rent quite frequently, it was like this pirate game, and I have no idea to this day what it was called. And you're like on this pirate ship, and you use like swords and stuff, and it was, I remember it was really hard, but I did like it as a kid, and it was a 10 game game as well, and I have no oh, okay. idea what it was called. So anyone listening to this or watching this, if you know the game, let us know, because I've always wanted to find that game and play it again. There couldn't uh, have been a lot of 10 game games. Yeah, that's true. A guy could just up. bring up the list of Tangan games and probably figure yes. it out. Yeah. Um, we would. I would also rent Mega Man One like all the fucking mm. time, and I couldn't beat it uh, because Gutsman stage. I didn't know. Um, you know, like that magnet gun where you can like shoot and it makes those platforms. Yep. I had no idea that even existed. Oh man, and, I never learned I how like to play adult. Mega Man until you and I were talking about Mega Man. Back in the blurry prawn days, oh. I, I I could never figure it out. I was like, Mega Man sucks. I don't know anything. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's a puzzle game. You have to you have to figure out the order, and then you have to do it like this. Like, and then I remember we were playing Mega Man two, and that was the first one that I actually had completed. And you're like, this is the order. This is what you do. Try this. Switch these weapons out. And as soon as that, as soon as you get that, then it's yeah, like, oh, you know the hey. boss order. It's a lot well, easier. Yeah. Even if you don't know the boss order, just just knowing that you can switch your weapon out. Just knowing that you can uh, use like your items, like rush, you can you can change all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that yeah. makes a world of difference because it tells you you can use it, but it doesn't really. It's an NES game, like you have to go through the manual, and if you didn't have the manual, you're gonna try and figure it out the best yeah. you can. As a kid, there I had no hope of ever getting anywhere with Mega Man. Um, Mega Man One had uh, so like the, if you press start, it brings up like the whatever powers you yeah. have and stuff. But it, you know, Mega Man 1, if you press select, it would pause the game. So you could okay. cheese the game hardcore. As soon as you get the elect gun, um, the elect gun is like this long, snaky shot. So mm-hmm. what you would do is, and and this is still how I play it to this day, is I shoot the elect gun as soon as the, like if the boss is here, as soon as the snaky electric thing hits him, I start mashing the pause button because then every time you unpause, they take damage from it and you can kill oh, every geez. boss in like one hit. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So that's how I played as a kid. But a thing I would always do for some reason, I don't know if I just played games too much, is I would wear out the contacts on all my controllers. Mm. So starting from the NES, I remember always taking apart controllers with my dad, and he all he would do is like spray them with WD forty and like wipe the contacts down. So that Which was, probably wasn't great for the contacts. That's what's that? <laughs> probably wasn't great for the contacts. Put WD forty in there. Yeah, I don't know, but it worked after <laughs> after doing that. We would do that yeah. with PS one controllers too, because I would just wear them out all the time. Right. 
And right. I just remember the NES the one time he was taking apart the controller. This is like one of my like core memories as a kid. Right. He was taking he was taking apart the controller and doing the same thing he always did. And then I was like and and like it was just mind blowing to me to see like the green like circuit board. Right, yeah, shit, yeah, the circuit right? board. Yeah. And and how and like the little rubbery things that you push down to make the yeah. contacts. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder what's inside the the Nintendo. The system. And I yeah, and I remember he took the top off, and I was like, my mind was just fucking blown. No kidding. I was like, holy shit. Because like, it was all Phillips how... screws at that point, right? Yeah, I they didn't the have the special Nintendo. The only locking nuts were on the, uh, cons- on the cartridges. Yeah, the games had the Nintendo bit, but everything else, I think, still used the uh, just the standard screwdriver. Standard Phillips screw. Yeah. And it was just the coolest thing ever. Like, he showed me, like, this is where the game goes in. This is where, like, the contacts, you push the game down, and it touches... And it was just like mind blowing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I, we never took apart any of our stuff for fear of wrecking it. Yeah. Well, right? my dad like, was like a mechanic, and so he figured like if he could take yeah. cars apart, right? Oh, maybe. probably. Yeah. He's, he's a, if you have a mind for that kind of stuff, yeah. It's it's funny is people people with that are like that. I knew a few people too who had that kind of brain, and it's just like the the sheer. They don't even quest. second guess themselves at all. No, it's eh? just like, oh, let's pop this thing open then. And yeah. just the sheer quest for knowledge. It's like I'm going to learn this and I'm going to figure out how to fix it. And there you go. Well, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Um, I never, I didn't start taking any of that stuff apart until way later. My like as I started collecting this stuff that I own, right? And it was it was purely from a maintenance. I still don't like opening up consoles. Same. I I, don't. I still don't like going in there, right? I would rather pay somebody else to do it and let them take care of it, right? There's yeah. that shop in Saskatoon that that fixes up old oh yeah uh, next level consoles. game exchange um 100 percent. i'd take it there here you go you take it apart you guys know what you're doing fix yeah. it up do your thing Here's the only your thing bucks. i would really do is uh so my sega cd i had to take that apart because all the sega cds they have a uh what the hell is it a fuse that just like expires mm, and stops yeah that's working. right so, and it's like a like a like a barrel fuse, right? Like it's one of those big dogs, isn't it? Yeah, it's not that big, but it, it's like maybe this, and then it's yeah. like a cylinder shape kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I have the worst ghetto rigged up um, Sega CD. <laughs> um, so basically, because my Sega CD just stopped working, right? And I was like, "What the heck?" And I'm looking looking online, and it's like, "Yeah, you need to get this fuse, blah blah blah, solder." And I'm like. No, yeah, yeah. like yeah. I can't do that. Like that's the scariest shit ever to me. So yeah. what I did, <laughs> what I did was I took Uh-oh. apart my Sega CD. I had a pair of scissors, so I clipped the the fuse the the wire that fuse goes box. into the fuse. Yeah. yeah, and then I like I like took an extra wire and I I electrical taped both ends to the wire. And to oh, this no. day, that's how my Sega CD still works. And it still works. Yeah, it works. What does the fuse do? It's so that if something like over, I don't know if it's overloads or overheats, it'll blow the fuse instead of lighting the thing on fire, probably. <laughs> so it's very sketchy. I don't, I, I use my PlayStation Classic for most of my Sega CD games, but if That's I ever stream Snatcher, I've got to use the Sega CD because then I can use right, like the Justifier. Justifier. Yeah. So I'm a little <laughs> nervous. And uh, I was what nervous it, when I played new... Snatcher because I had to. The, the first time I actually played through all of Snatcher, it was with that rickety old wire. The set. hacked version of it? Yeah. It, it, is, it, is it a removable cable? Or is it part no, of the it's, actual it's soldered to, to the... 
It's like, you know how they always have those pokey nipples? I don't know what they are, yeah. but those, like, pokey sure. nipples? It's like it's like coming out of one of those on either side. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That sucks. Yeah. Because if it's just the cable, surely it couldn't be that expensive to get just the cable. But, I mean, to get a whole Sega CD, yeah, you're looking a couple hundred bucks, probably. Yeah, especially now, right? Now, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. See if you can sell someone, trade someone for your broken one. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Another thing we would do, my dad would actually clean the, take the NES apart and clean, like, the 32 pin and stuff. I remember he pulled the 32 pin out, and I like, had a nervous breakdown, man. Is it 72, 72 on that? Pins. I'm used yeah. to the Genesis, because I would always get my, uh, 32 pin, yeah, yeah, I'd get my 32 pin replaced on the yeah, Genesis. 70, the 72 time. pin on the, uh, is it 72 or 74? I think it's 72. It's probably 72. I'm pretty sure it's 72 pin on the NES. I've seen that thing replaced. He would, Before. I remember he would like wiggle it and then just pull yeah, the just whole pull thing it right out. off. Yeah. And I was just, like, just, oh my God, I'm never contacts, playing a Nintendo right? game again if, if he can't get this back oh, together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just clean the contacts and put it all back together. Yeah. Right. And I got. Now, now if you can get there, see, that's the thing. I, I ref, I'm not cracking mine open. No. To do that. Never. I always get uh, other people to do it. Mine's in such good shape though, because like when it, mine, mine's a, like, mine's a, mine's a original NES. Mm-hmm. But they they replaced the seventy two pin connector on the board when they sold it to me. Yeah, that's so it's what got I brand new doing. on there, right? Um, and it's only ever played the games that I have that I've put into it. Yeah, and the games that I put into it are meticulously cleaned. They are yeah, not same. like I will not put a cartridge in that NES unless it has been properly cleaned, rubbing alcohol, white eraser, whatever it is to get those contacts cleaned. And you actually have a. a contact cleaner right yeah that's what i was gonna say i i remember for like christmas one year and this is how big of like a video game nerd i was i got a cleaning kit for my nes and i was just yeah. like so excited because i had a couple games that wouldn't work anymore right, right. like ninja gaiden 2 wouldn't work because i played the fucking shit out of it yeah and and it came with uh these weird pink brushes i probably have them somewhere i do still have the pink cartridge. i know thing. i know you have the cartridge thing i've seen it and basically it came with this, yeah, yeah, it came with this, uh, these two like brushes. They're not brushes. It's like, uh, oh, I don't even know what to, how to explain it, but they have like it's almost like, like fibrous. This, yeah, yeah. It's almost like this fabricy shit yeah. and you would put the cleaner fluid on it and then you'd like, ru- you'd scrape it on your uh, cartridges, right? You put it inside, clean both of them. Mm-hmm. You would not believe like how black it comes out. Like, with, oh yeah. With how good it cleans. Yeah. Um, and then the same thing, you do the same thing on the, and that's why my 72 pin is so good on my NES. Cause I still yep. clean it. hundred percent. You put that cleaner on and you put it in and you don't even push it down and you just, you just pull on it and then you yep. push it down and then you pull on it and it yep. just scrubs the shit out of it. And my NES, like if you put a cartridge in, like if this is like the 72 pin, yep. you can feel it like, like it's, it's that's in how there, this man. one is. Yep. Actually, this one's this one's so tight that you don't even have to press the cartridge my, down. You just press it straight in there. One of my babysitters' NES was like that. I would yeah. play Rampage at their place all the time, yeah. and yeah, they were like, "Don't push it down." And I push it in, and it was so tight that yeah. yeah, you would just push it in, and the games would be popped up still, and you would play yep. them. It was yep. crazy. 
Yeah, and that's that's exactly how this one is. I haven't booted up this NES in so long, just because it's such a pain in the ass, right? Like because yeah. it's not like it's it's not stereo. I don't know if, if people know this or not. There's two plugs on the side of that NES. One's there video is a, and one's audio. There's a mono. There's a mono audio and, and a video. <laughs> yeah. Because back then you wouldn't connect through RCA. You would connect with your uh, TV Co-ax, antenna. Uh, wire yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you connected it in. And then if you had a super Super Nintendo, you would connect the one TV antenna box into the next TV yeah, antenna box. Yeah, that's how my Genesis, I would plug it onto the bottom. Connected. The Genesis, I think you had to plug it onto the top. So you had like the wire going into your TV, <laughs> you had a nipple here, and then this one would yeah. go out to the, uh, that's right. the Genesis. And yeah. I just remember, because the NES one you had to screw, and that yep. sucked ass. And the yep. Genesis the you just push on. It just popped on there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. But I mean, try try using one of those systems to stream from now, oh, right? Yeah. Like my it's my so, Elgato is HDMI only, right? Yeah. And so in order for me to stream from any of my retro consoles, I got to run them through an HDMI converter. Oh. So from that system to RCA, RCA to HDMI, HDMI into the Elgato, Elgato into here. Usually, I have to run that through an adapter. It's like forget it. I own yeah. the game. Here's the cartridge. I'm putting it on my PlayStation Classic. Well, PlayStation Classic upscales everything. It's fucking <laughs> it incredible, does. man. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I, and that's the other I put thing. All my retro games, I like went through, listed them all yep. out, downloaded all of them, put them all on my Classic, and it's yeah. just I, it's so. I good. streamed from my NES one time, and it's dark. It doesn't look very good. It's fuzzy. It's great from a nostalgia point of view. Yeah. If I have friends over and I'm like, check this out. Here's the actual cartridge. Let's play this. That's awesome. Yeah. But for like what we do on the computer, uh, you, you got to go digital for, yeah, for any do. of this stuff. It just doesn't look right. But, I do still have a I mean, CRT TV and I bought, yeah. I think I have like two spares now sitting in another room for when this one dies. But yeah. I, I do love, like I played, uh, I played through Dragon Warrior 4 again on my CRT TV and it's just, it's just incredible. You can't beat it. Yeah. It's cause it's, it's designed for that, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's so good. And you need it um, for light gun games. You can't play light gun games yeah. on a, on like an HD TV kind of thing. Right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, NES was a great console. Such a Absolutely good system. It was. Just so good. Everything I just have nothing but the best of memories of it. One thing um, with with Dragon Warrior Four that that's probably the biggest memory ever uh, for for like the NES when I was a kid was um, staying up like past my bedtime, like doing that whole like okay, I'm going to bed, and then like <laughs> right. shutting your bedroom door and turning your lights off, yeah, and then, and then playing and then turning on my Nintendo. And getting, I got to the final boss in uh, in Dragon Warrior Four, and I don't want to say too much because you you haven't played. I haven't that played one yet. it yet. I do but, want to play that one. But the boss, you you played the first one, right? And you know, like mm-hmm. the boss transforms. Yeah. So so the same kind of idea, but to like a much larger degree. Sure. Um, the the final boss in in and on the NES, like in Dragon Warrior, all the backgrounds are black, right? So there's no like field background or anything. So you're in battle. Your characters aren't on screen on those games. So all you see is the boss, right? And he's this green monster, basically, right? Sure. So I'm in my room. It's pitch black. The only light is the glow from the TV. And I just remember, like, when he's transforming. And it's, like, almost, like, gory, right? Like, he's sprouting these, like, big arms and stuff coming out of him. And it was just, like... 
this big green glow in my room and I, it was just like oh my god and every time you think you beat him he fucking transforms again and i was like <laughs> oh my god beating that game and his whole castle was like is like yellow on the inside so the whole okay. room's like glowing yellow and then you fight him and it's all dark with like this this green glow in the middle of the screen and it's just the most epic thing ever from my childhood was so beating cool. dragon warrior 4 I, n- I didn't have a console in my room until my PlayStation 2. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, because we, we never had... I think we had two TVs in the oh, house. Oh, you had, like, brothers and stuff, though, too, right? Yeah, dude. All play. So, 100%. And so the system was always in the living room. So there was never a time I could do anything like that, right? Yeah, that I could sucks. wake up super early, and my parents would be like, get your ass back to bed. Oh, right? no. Like, uh, yeah, so, so 0% chance of ever doing that. Uh, my older brother had his, he, and that was the other thing. I didn't actually own any of these consoles. These were right. all Jason's consoles, right? Yeah. Um, and so he would have them in his room. He had the other TV. We had the TV in the living room. We had the TV down in his room. Okay. Um, and so I couldn't play those consoles until he was gone out of the house or until he was awake and playing it and allowed me to watch. <laughs> not, not play it. <laughs> not play. Watch. Allowed me to watch. Um, and so, yeah, I, 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 PS2, I think, was a first... Well, I had a PS1, I guess. I had a modded... I had... So, do you remember... Yeah, I, I remember to put you a had a chip? modded one. Yeah. I had a mod chip in my PS1 that allowed me to play uh, burnt games. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I, that's still the PS1 I have. It probably still works. I haven't booted it the damn thing up in who knows how long. Yeah, but, that's awesome, um, though. It's it, that it supposedly does that, and I mean now that I've got the PS Classic, yeah, you can literally just slap no reason to ever boot that up. Yeah, but, but I at mean, the time, uh, like that was, at the time it was great. Nobody had I'd be a like, PS One, and we had a CD burner, so I'd be like, hey, can I borrow your game for a couple hours? Mm-hmm. And so I'd borrow somebody's game, and I would make a copy of it, and I'd give them their oh, game yeah. back. Oh yeah, I remember you doing my, that. Yeah. And I would just kind of grow my my catalog from there, right? Because CD yeah. burners were like that was not everybody that was had a, one of those. Nobody yeah. had a CD burner, right? Like I remember girls um, paying me like ten dollars to burn them a CD oh, yeah. and stuff. They're like, hey, can you make? And then me I'd a always CD? put like, I would always put um the the Super Mario Super Show song on in the middle <laughs> oh, really? of their CD. So they're like, swing <laughs> your arms from side to side. <laughs> like the Backstreet Boys album and in the middle yeah. of the CD it would be swing your arms yeah. from side your calling to side. card yeah. <laughs> stupid people get so oh, I mad, love it dude that's so funny um yeah. I've two more stories and they were they were from I don't know if I was like a shitty kid to babysit but we would always we had so many different babysitters we went to we um, had a ton too it was just how it was and the one they had uh skate or die and I, oh, that was yeah, fucking okay. so cool. That there was, was cool. I don't think there was a single, like, because it's basically a game with, like, a bunch of mini games in it. And I don't yeah. think there was a single mini game that we ever beat. But I remember the one, my favorite was the bowl, where you've got, like, the, like, you know, the American gladiator with the foam right. fucking staff thing? <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like that, and you're going up and down the bowl, and you've got to, like, knock the other guy off. That one yeah. was really good. And then um, the one where you're, like, going down through town or whatever that one was like impossible but i i remember my babysitter was so good at that one so like i would play a little bit but then she would play and she'd like get all the way to the bottom and stuff you want to talk about a game with rose-colored glasses that game is 
terrible. Yeah, that game is shit that now. That game is yeah. garbage. But I mean, like, it was it was one of those games where I was like, I have to have this game. Yeah, this and then so every cool. kid thought it was, like, super freaking cool. Because yeah. cause was skateboarding was, like, the coolest shit, right? Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. so I got two more stories. One one's okay. very short. Um, the the short one is we had I had one friend that I knew that had TMNT two the arcade okay. game and that That's was a like good one. That's a that great was game. like so awesome. So I remember going over there and playing playing Turtles two and uh, and we'd be like ask beg his mom to get us like pizza and stuff of course that was right? the one that came with a pizza hut coupon in yeah, the yeah yeah but i mean we lived how far from pizza hut oh 100 percent. Right? oh yeah, yeah. that's the other, that's another thing i'll I, I got one more story after this next one um <laughs> okay. so my other my other babysitter uh they had some cool games they had uh the only two i played uh rad racer that was like okay. kind of my first racing game i ever like car racing game i ever played Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty fun, but I was, I was no good at it. And then that was where I played Castlevania for the first time. Ooh. And I just remember like my mind being blown because again, it was like, it was like dark. We were playing in the basement and it was nighttime right. and, and like, it was like the, uh, the film scroll, right? Like it's got like the, the film yep. thing going yep. and then, and like the music, right? Like that. And it was just like, oh my God, dude. So good. Blew my mind. I could not get past the the first bat, like the big, the bat at the beginning. Couldn't get past them. And I was like, I was like, this is awesome. Like this was, I remember the, my babysitter being like, okay, but this game's not for kids. Right. Cause it was like a horror, horror theme. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is the kind of games, like, adults play, right? And I just thought it was <laughs> the coolest thing ever, man. Yeah. I remember Castlevania and um, Battletoads were two oh, games yeah. at, at another... I had a uh, neighbor that had shows. Battletoads, and it yeah. was fucking impossible. It was... And I can I can still get to the uh, speed Turbo bike tunnel. stage. Yeah. That's it. And that's, 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 a, that's, it. A, that's the game for me, mm-hmm. is the first two stages and the turbo bikes, and then uh, that's it. Um, and then my, uh, my last story is, uh, I don't remember it anymore. So oh no! <laughs> now I ruined it. I don't remember. Fuck. Ah, uh, what were we talking about earlier? Uh, I don't remember. Being shitty kids, needing, needing new babysitters all the time. Dragon Warrior 4 in your bedroom. Dragon Warrior 4. Fuck. I don't remember, but it was a good one. It was a good story. Maybe I'll remember it. <laughs> if I remember it, I'll write it down for the next for the next okay. podcast. But That's it was fair. it was a good one. Um, but yeah, Castlevania. Um, so many games that I just grew up playing at like other people's yeah. places all the time, and it's just so many memories. Um, Ninja Gaiden Two. I remember playing Ninja Gaiden Two and Darkwing Duck. Uh, my cousin had. And mm. I had Ninja Gaiden 2 as well, but I didn't have Darkwing Duck. And Darkwing Duck was essentially... This might be the story, actually. Darkwing Duck was also was essentially a Mega Man game, right? But I didn't know that. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, Mega Man-esque games. Yeah. Bucky O'Hare was another one. Oh, that's a fucking good game. I need good to. One. I've never beat yeah. that. I need to play that and beat that. I remember renting that from the, uh, from the Ready... Red Rooster. Yeah, okay. I, I must have rented it from, from there as well. We always rented ours from Jana Electric, and I remember... Jana, well, Jana Electric and, Re, and the Red... They had two different 
game libraries pools. of games. Yeah, yeah, and they would update so often. And then Gen Electric, then they just stopped having games. Yeah, Super they Nintendo did. Came out. Yeah, yeah, and then they were done with it. I remember wanting to rent Who Framed Roger Rabbit because I loved the okay. movie. And I remember my parents. My parents were like, "You're not renting that game." And I was like, "Why? I love Roger Rabbit." They're like, "There's reading, and you can't read." Because <laughs> I think I think before I had rented games that had reading, and then I would just cry, yeah. right? Because I was like, right. "I don't know what or, to do." Or because you want you want them to play it. So yeah, tell you what it yeah, says. yeah. And they were like, "I'm not doing that, kid." But I remember um, playing. Uh, I wanted to show. That my cousin, because my cousin was always better at games than me, right? Because he's like sure, an older sure. cousin. And I wanted to show him how good I was at Ninja Gaiden. And I, I remember um, we were playing Ninja Gaiden in his bedroom. And I was at the uh, I was at the final boss. Well, I was at Ashtar, who isn't the final boss. But at the time, I thought he was the final boss. The anyway, final boss to you then. Yeah, to me then. And it's further than he had ever gotten, right? Sure. And I remember his, uh, his, and we thought, we thought, and, and there's no, there's no offense intended here, okay? We thought Ninja Gaiden was called Ninja Gaylord, because that's what he told me it was called. So okay. we, we were at, we were at, so picture this, all right? You're young, you're, young, impressionable dookie who can't read. Who can't read. Cousin told him it's called Ninja Gaylord, okay? Okay. And you, you are a, uh. A parent downstairs, sure. supper's sure. done, right? You're calling your kids yeah. down. You're calling your kids down for supper. Supper's ready, and you've called probably four times now, and okay. uh, and and we're like, we can't go down. Like, there's no saves. You don't want to pause it in case your right. Nintendo resets or something. And I just remember, I just remember screaming down the stairs, "I can't! I'm at the Gaylord!" <laughs> <laughs> And my auntie's like, what the fuck are they doing out there? <laughs> and I remember she came up and just shut my the Nintendo off and was like, you're coming downstairs to eat. And it was like, like no! yeah, we were like so yeah. bad. But I still proved that I could get further than my cousin in Ninja Gaylord. Nice. So. I, I, Ninja Gaiden's a game that I, have, I still have never played. Oh, really? And I think... And and I just I don't know if I could bring myself to it. I might. It's one of those games I might set a a, a stretch goal for mm -hmm. because those games frustrate the ever living crap out of the me. The second one's because, a lot better. Like the second's the best for sure. Yeah, because I'm just I'm not I'm not good at timing and platforming and stuff, and especially on the NES where it's so unforgiving. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one for me. Um. That one, Castlevania, uh, all of those games were games that other people had that I could watch. Ghostbusters was one that I really, really wanted. I had it on the Commodore 64. It was so much was better so on the good. Commodore 64 than yeah. it was on the NES. Yeah, it was way But I remember, I remember somebody had Ghostbusters. So I was like, oh, can we please play this? And they're like, no, that game's terrible. We hate that game. And I, I remember finally convincing them. Uh, to put it in, and there, and and it was it was bad because they didn't know how to play the game. The game doesn't tell you what to do. No, it just starts, and you're just supposed to figure it out, yeah. right? Um, and so and the NES um, version I, is pretty bad. It's it's bad, but I I played it later on, uh, and actually completed it with the help of like some save states and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's no way you can get up those stairs and survive. No. Um, 
But I mean, like the just even the driving around and building up your business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such I a actually cool got idea. pretty decent at that. It's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. If you ever play it again, play the Master System version. I have it on the Master System, and it's it's okay. basically like the the Commodore sixty four version, but on a console. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is, but it's it's actually the first game of its kind that had um, save games with unique passwords. It's because it would be your bank account. Your bank account would spit you out a code. Oh, and that really? code would be used. Yeah, you got to look. I'll find the video. There's a there's a history of Ghostbusters, and I can't remember what system it was for. If it was DOS or what it was for. Okay. But it, it was like your bank your bank account was this passcode, and it would create this uh, um, coding in the game where it would give you back your items, your bank account, your business, all this. It would save all of that through the use of, of this passcode, and you'd have to write down your bank account number, oh, right? Oh, that's uh, cool. I'll have to find it. It's such a cool concept. Everything do, about it was just so good. We should do an episode on, like, like old PC games, like DOS and mm, Commodore 64 mm-hmm. and stuff as well. And the different ways, like, they would do copyright protection and uh, saving and stuff like that. I don't remember there, there ever a... anything ever having copyright protection. Really? Like... So, so, quick, quick side point. So, a friend of mine had... Uh, this this game on the computer it was like a surgery game. Okay. And and so you would play. You'd be able to play the first little bit, and then as soon as you got to a point, it would be like open up the instruction book and type the next oh, first two yeah. letters Star, of Star Star Trek had that. That's you right. The, that was the copyright the, protection. The nav map you had. It was only in the manual. So if you didn't yep. know what fucking planet to go to, you're screwed. Then you were tough. So that was that was how because you could always copy the discs. You could, you know, remember the don't copy that floppy. You remember that? Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The... <laughs> Commodore sixty four. So, all the games I had were stolen. They're all always. They were always absolutely. And so that's how they were doing that. And so typically, if a, if a friend of yours copied the disc for you, they would also write, write it down, down all of those yeah, questions and I the answers for it. So you'd have these like loose leaf pages. Anyway, yeah. There's so many different things. Uh, Ghostbusters was one that used that as a save point and then i saw pretty much a similar system in dragon warrior where the game is built based off of your hero name yeah yeah so the the randomization and everything like that yeah dragon warrior that kind of stuff so ahead of its time because your stats like a lot of people don't know this your your character so in dragon in the dragon quest series your character is always you like you Mm -hmm. are the hero you're the hero and in yeah. Dragon Warrior on the NES and Dragon Warrior 2 and, well, 3 is a little different, but Dragon Warrior 1 and 2, different. you get um, your stats, your starting stats, and your stat gains are all determined by the letters in your name. So every mm-hmm. time you, you a different person plays through it, it'll be a little bit different, right? I remember Finny playing through it, and he got, like, the, the final spell at, like, level, like, 13 or something. I usually get it at, like, oh, level yeah. 17, and he, he was like, I already have this spell. And I was like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Is uh, some of that's so fascinating. Yeah, we're gonna have to do something on that. That'll be yeah. Maybe idea. the next one will be DOS, and then we'll swing in like like DOS yeah, and C sixty four, and then we'll swing. We into could do Master We could do pre NES. How about yeah, yeah? Because <laughs> there's so many different. I I don't know if I could do a whole thing just specifically on the on those system on like the the Commodore and and DOS. There's a lot of DOS. Yeah. The thing about DOS though is DOS played straight Forever. through. You know, DOS, Windows 3.1, Windows 95, Windows 98. These all use DOS. DOS. Yeah. Right? 
And so it, they didn't. DOS didn't really disappear from a from that point of view until Windows XP. Yeah, um, really. And even then, it was that still being crazy. used. It just was kind of in the phasing background. out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even then. And, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, DOS is tough because you've got games ranging from like Doom to like friggin' all of these new ones. Day, that well, even like there. yeah, like so, Day of the Tentacle. Day I remember tentacle, playing Maniac you know, Mansion. Yeah, a lot of those ones. So uh, Zach um, McCracken so and the good, Alien Mindbenders. So <laughs> Paint Shop Pro. Paint Shop Pro. <laughs> Print Shop. Dude, I didn't have my dad had a thirty uh, Windows three point one. But we didn't have yep. a mouse, so I'd use the fucking joystick to move oh, the cursor no. around. Oh, no. That's was terrible. <laughs> That's awful. The big clicky mouse, click, click. Yeah. It's all mechanical. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't have yeah. one of those. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching or this listening. This fun. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, this is uh, going up on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dookie03, as well as on uh, Spotify. So if you just search Relaxed Retro Talk on Spotify, you'll find it there if you prefer to listen to it that way. Um, mm. You can find us both on Twitch, streaming live pro- uh, about three nights a week at least. Um, I'm at twitch.tv slash dookie03. Twitch.tv slash Online for me. Yeah, every night of the week there is a stream on. Between the two of us. Pretty much, yeah. The Discord is the best place to find out who's on live, though. Yeah, yeah, I'll post and the Discord link in the, uh, in the, uh, what is it called? The description below. The show, well, the show notes, description. Yeah. The thing that's below the video there. And if Just you know that Tengen game with the pirates, let us know in the yeah, comments. Yeah, put it in the comments. Yeah, we need to know that. <laughs> Thanks I'm for listening, guys. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Have a good one. Have a great one. <laughs>